Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Ominous Origins Podcast with me, Casey. Of course, this episode is still brought to you by the wonderful people over at MorbidlyBeautiful.com. Morbidly Beautiful is your one-stop shop for all things horror pop culture related. They have everything from interviews, top ten lists, reviews, pretty much anything you're looking for, they have it. They also have an extensive library of podcasts, which I highly suggest you check out. It includes my newest one called Cheer and Loathing, where Stephanie, the editor-in-chief of Morbidly Beautiful, and I chat about movies that we often have a very differing opinion on. And once again, I must apologize for missing last week. I think the new schedule going forward is going to be two episodes a month. If I can squeeze out more, I will. But the burnout has been real. I've been doing this now for five-plus years. And as much as I love it, I'm kind of burning out a little bit. So, yeah, the ebb and flow is certainly real, and I kind of just need to take a little bit of a breather, but not stop it fully. But hopefully once I kind of push through this block, we'll be able to get back to things on a regular, everyday basis. And on a personal note, I quit smoking. So, the mood swings have been kind of real as well, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah... Just a little personal note, so that could be a factor as to why I haven't been super consistent as of late. But we are going to continue our look at the Arsgoetia and the Demons Within. Today is going to be our last episode of it, so let's just jump right into it with the Earls, Knights, and Presidents of Hell. Ominous. Ominous. It is an adjective. Sounds like someone breathing. That's right, we are almost done with our four-part look at the Arsgoetia. And let's just kick things off. Same as last time, we're just going to go down the list as they're presented. Starting with the Earls, we have Furfur, or Furtur. He's a great, powerful Earl of Hell, being the ruler of 26 legions of demons. He is a liar unless compelled to enter a magic triangle where he is forced to give true answers to every question asked, speaking with a rough voice. Not sure if that was rough enough, but hey, whatever, we're going with it. Furfur causes love between a man and a woman, creates storms, tempests, thunder, lightning, and blasts, and teaches on secret and divine things. He is depicted as a heart, or a winged heart also an angel. Furfur, or furfurs, I think, in Latin means bran. However, it seems more likely that the name is a corruption of fursifer, the Latin word for scoundrel. Slightly less likely considering the context, but still possible is that the name originated from furor, Latin for thief. Next up we have Malthus. He's an Earl of Hell commanding another 26 legions of demons, who is said to have a rough voice again when speaking. He's often depicted in the shape of a stork. Malthus builds towers and fills them with ammunition weapons, an armorer of sorts. He's also a prince of hell. He is said to send his legions into battle, or to places designated by higher commanding demons. That's all we got on Malthus. Number three, we have Rom. A great Earl of Hell, ruling 30 legions of demons, he is depicted as a crow which adopts human form at the request of the Conjurer. Rom steals treasures out of king's houses, carrying 
them where he wishes, and destroy cities and dignities of men. Rom can also tell things of past, present, and future, which is a common trait amongst many of these demons. He can reconcile friends and foes and invoke love. Again, another common trait. Next up, we have Bifrons. He has six legions of demons under his command, not a whole lot compared to the rest. He teaches sciences and arts, the virtues of gems and woods, herbs, and changes corpses from their original grave into other places, which is strange. Sometimes putting magic lights on the graves that seem like candles. He appears as a monster, but then changes his shape into that of a man. The origin of his name is from the Roman god Janus. Interesting. There's an illustration of Bifrons, and he looks kind of like Sloth from the Goonies, but hey, I know a lot of people who look like Sloth from the Goonies, so it's not that scary, I guess. And last up, we have here for the Earls, Andromilus. He's a mighty great Earl of Hell, having 36 legions of demons at his service. He can bring back both a thief and stolen goods, punishes all thieves and other wicked people, and discovers hidden treasures. All evilness and all dishonest dealings. Andromilus is depicted as a man holding a big serpent in his hand. Hmm, there's a lot of jokes in there I'm just not gonna do. It's too easy. As for knights, which is our next category, we have but one. Forcas. He's a knight of hell and rules 20 legions of demons. He teaches philosophy, astronomy, rhetoric, logic, chiromancy, and pyromancy. Furcus is depicted as a strong old man with white hair and a long white beard. He rides a horse while holding up a sharp weapon, often a pitchfork. And the picture I can only describe as a very fat man with a big old beard carrying a pitchfork riding a horse way too small for his body. It's kind of a comedy skit, but hey, he's a demon so I'm not going to fuck with it. The last category we have to look at today and forever is the Presidents of Hell. We're going to start things off at number one with Barbus, sometimes Marbus. He's a demon described in the Ars Goetia. He's described as the great president of hell, governing 36 legions of demons. He answers truly on hidden or secret things, causes and heals diseases, teaches mechanical arts, and changes men into other shapes. He is depicted as a great lion that, under the conjurer's request, can change shape into a man. Number two, we have Buer, and he's a spirit that appears in the 16th century grimoire, Pseudodemonicaria Demonum. In that text, he is described as a great president of hell having 50 legions of demons under his command. He appears when the sun is in Sagittarius. Buer teaches natural and moral philosophy, logic, and the virtues of all herbs and plants. He also heals all infirmities, especially of men, and gives good familiars. He is depicted as the shape of a Sagittarius, which is a centaur with a bow and arrow. Additionally, Louis Le Breton, I'm guessing that's how you say it, it sounds French, created an illustration of Buer, later engraved by M. Giraud, depicting the demon as having the head of a lion and five goat legs, surrounding his body to walk in every direction. The entomology of his name is unclear. Next up we have Botis, or Otis. He's a great president and earl of hell commanding 60 legions of demons. He tells of all things past and future, and reconciles friends and foes. 
He is depicted as an ugly viper, but when he changes shape, he puts himself into human form, with big teeth and two horns. The typical devil, you could imagine. When in human shape, he carries a sharp and bright sword in his hand. Number four is Morax. He's a great earl and president of hell, having 36 legions of demons under his command. He teaches astronomy and all other liberal sciences, and gives good and wise familiars that know the virtues of all herbs and precious stones. He's depicted as a big bull with the face of a man, which is kind of hilarious if you think about it for a second. It has been proposed that Morax is related to the Minotaur, which Dante places in hell. His name seems to come from Latin, Morax, that delays, that stops. That's what it means. Number five, we have Glacia Laboelis, which is by far the most interesting name I think we've come across. This is a mighty president of hell who commands 36 legions of demons. He is the author and captain of manslaughter and bloodshed. Hmm. Tells of all things past and to come, naturally. Gains the minds and the love of friends and foes, causing love amongst them if desired. He incites homicides and can make a man invisible. He is depicted as a dog with the wings of a griffin. That's an interesting one. I might have to look more into this guy later on. Hmm. But carrying on, we have number six at Foras. He's a powerful president of hell, being obeyed by 29 legions of demons. He teaches logic and ethics, and in all their branches. The virtues of all herbs and precious stones can make a man witty, eloquent, invisible, and live long, and can discover treasures and recover lost things. He is depicted as a strong man. His name seems to derive from Latin foras, which means out or outside. At number seven, we have Malfas, another great president of hell, having 40 legions of demons under his command. He builds houses, high towers, and strongholds, throws down the buildings of enemies, can destroy the enemy's desires or thoughts, and all what they have done, gives good familiars, and can bring, quickly, artificers together from all places of the world. Malfas accepts willingly and kindly any sacrifice offered to him, but then will deceive the conjurer. He is depicted as a crow that after a while, or under the request, changes shape into a man. He speaks with a hoarse voice. I'm nailing these. <laughs> totally, totally nailing these. Number eight, we have Hagenti or Hagenti. Not 100% sure how to say that, but we'll go with one of them. I'll probably mix it up. Another great and powerful president of hell, ruling 33 legions of demons. He makes men wise by instructing them in every possible subject. He transmutes all metals into gold and changes wine into water and water into wine. Somebody else did that once or twice. I remember correctly, Hegenti is depicted as a big bull with the wings of a griffin, changing into a man under the request of the conjurer. Number nine, we have Cameo, also known as Came. He appears in the Arascoetia, the first part of the Lesser Keys of Solomon, as a great president of hell, ruling over 30 legions of demons. Much detail is offered. He is a good disputer, gives men the understanding of the voices of the birds, bullocks, dogs, and other creatures and of the noise of waters, too, and gives true answers concerning things to come. 
He is depicted in the 19th and 20th century occult illustrations as appearing in the form of a black bird called a thrush, but soon changes his shape into a man that has a sharp sword in his hand. When answering questions, he seems to stand on burning ashes of coal. The title President of Hell would suggest a parallel with the presiding officers of a college or convocation, which are the only pre-modern uses of the term. Cameo's name seems to be taken from the first biblical murderer, Cain. Number 10, we have Ose, or Ooze, or Oze. Quite a few different spellings on that. O-S-E, O-S-E with the accent aigu, uh, O-Z-E, O-S-O, V-O-S-O, and so on and so on. We're going to go with Ose. Another great president of hell ruling three legions of demons. He makes men wise in all liberal sciences and gives true answers concerning divine and secret things. He also brings insanity to any person the conjurer wishes, making him or her believe that he or she is the creature or thing that the magician desired, or makes that person think that he is a king and wearing a crown or a pope, whatever they want. Oath is depicted as a leopard that after a while changes into a man. His name seems to derive from Latin os, meaning mouth or language, or osor, that who abhors. Number 11, we have simply Amy, the 58th spirit and a president of hell, and according to Johann Weir's Pseudodemonicaria Demodum, Amy is a great president and appears in a flame of fire, but having taken man's shape and makes one marvelous in astrology and in all the liberal sciences, he procures excellent familiars, he bestows treasures preserved by spirits. He has the government of 36 legions of demons. He is party of the Order of the Angels of Potestits. And he hopes after a thousand two hundred years to return to the seventh throne, which is not credible. I do apologize for stuttering through that. I was translating kind of old English on the go. A lot of apirists and makists and liberaloths in there, so I just tried to make it a little bit easier for you to understand and me to understand while reading it. But it was on the go, so forgive me. Last and certainly not least, we have Valak. And this is a mighty great president of hell, having 30 legions of demons under his command. Valak is said to give true answers about hidden treasures. He reveals where serpents can be seen and delivers them harmless to the magician. He is said to appear as a small, poor boy with angel wings riding a two-headed dragon. I also just noticed there's a picture of Came or Cameo in his bird form as depicted by Colin de Plancy in his Dictionnaire Infernel in 1863. This is one noble-ass-looking crow. He's got what looks like a scimitar or some sort of saber with a fancy belt and hands coming at the tips of his wings, but they're like bird talons. It is majestic. That is a tattoo if I've ever seen one. But that does bring us to the end of our little look into the Arsquedia and the demons that are mentioned. I do want to give a shout out to Marshall, who sent me a message on Facebook saying that he really enjoys the show. Little messages like that are what inspires me to keep going, even through the burnouts. I was debating about doing an episode today, but, you know, I can't let the new listener down. And that brings me to my next point. If you do like what you heard, feel free to drop me a line on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram, or you can leave a review on 
iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it's called on your phone or device. Any five-star reviews will be read out on the show, and they help so, so much for discovery and keeping my brain from going into mush. Because that's what I like to do. I like to just chill out and do nothing. This keeps me going. And reviews always, always give me that little bit of boost to power through any droughts I may be going through. If you do want to send a message to me on any of the social medias, feel free to do so on Twitter at HorrorShotsProd, as in production, or on Instagram at OminousOriginsPod, or on Facebook at HorrorShots. Until next time, when I have a brand new topic, maybe I'll look in a little bit deeper into that suggestion that was left for me about two months ago now. Anywho, I will see you later.